Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. So it's Victorian times, and you're an orphan, and you hang out with these other orphans in kind of a cool basement orphan place. And you have sort of a crush on your best friend, but you're not sure what to do. And then all of a sudden, this like really rich guy starts to like hang out with you and kind of woo her, and you feel like you're losing her. And then you find out that the rich guy is a hemophiliac. And you know you're really good at punching. What do you do? This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin. I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. Oh, I mean, then isn't punching murder? A little bit. Mm. <laughs> but nobody else knows that you know what you know about the hemophilia. He, oh, is so he, you is can... he evil? Um, the rich guy? Uh, yeah. No. He's He's just he's, he's just, just likes taking away a girl. Your friend. Okay, here's the thing. He's the prince of England. <gasps> you don't mm. know he's the prince of England yet, but like he's okay. He's going so and he's hanging out with the orphans the way and, information is spread is crazy so you're the only one who also, knows he's hemophiliac way, but you were look. cases of supernatural origin for dr watson of sherlock watson fame don't worry about it that's just a side okay <laughs> okay wait and, and also an okay wait wait so he how uh, so you and your friend are orphans you how old yeah. are you guys you're like 17 she just had her 17th birthday you're about 17 how and old is been, the prince 
Uh, same thing, like around 17. Mm-hmm. And you've been friends with the girl like since before puberty, but like, you know, post puberty, you're really noticing her. Oh, so you are like falling in love with your friend as well. Yeah, you're. In, yeah, you're jealous. That's why you're considering murder. Oh, then just well, do it. You're, you're considering murder that <laughs> oh, you can say is manslaughter. Exactly. You could be like, I didn't know. But here's the thing. You can also say, I didn't know he was the Prince of England and they're still going to fucking guillotine That's the other ass. thing is, yeah, there's a risk that you yeah. murder a prince. You're going to get in big trouble. Yeah, murder or manslaughter, it's still regicide. Can you, set, exactly. up, can you set up like a series of like, boulders or something that there way. We go. Yeah, there you go don't even punch them like you punch a boulder maybe i mean you're <laughs> or in like, victorian hey, london bowling ball there's not a lot of boulders okay well maybe like a factory falls on him or something okay yeah fucking those factories were begging to fall over <laughs> are you kidding i saw fucking what's that movie <laughs> go on <laughs> i don't know what movie you david could possibly copperfield be david copperfield oh. oh the one with dev patel yeah. Okay, you know good? what? It was good. It was not about magic, though. Okay, I'm here's sorry. the thing. Okay, first of all, he's the prince, right? He doesn't even know yeah. where he should be walking, where he shouldn't be walking. He doesn't know this part of town. True. Right? Maybe like a brick falls on his head or something. Fuck yeah, a brick falls on his head. Okay. I mean, these are all murders. <laughs> right, like, right. Can't be traced to you, right? Well, wait, now, Kay, are you suggesting using some street tough as an accomplice? Because that... That's trouble. Then you got to no, kill no, no. him. No, 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 no. You're only because because you'd have to eliminate all the witnesses. This is what you need to do. You. Uh, oh, God. OK, how do you. So you just no, get to know his route, right? Here, well, oh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kelly. I, I have a wrinkle to throw on, but I, I want to hear. I want to okay. hear your plan. OK, so he has a route that he goes on, right? Mm-hmm. You pile a shit ton of bricks like on top of a roof that's like kind of near there, right? Yeah. Put a ton of like bird food, okay? And the bricks are like really precariously balanced, like Jenga, right? Mm-hmm, you put mm-hmm. a shit ton of bird food just like around and on that tower, mm-hmm. okay? And you do it like right before he's gonna walk through there. The birds come down, they fuck up that tower. One of those bricks is gonna hit that man. Why wouldn't you just wait up there and knock a brick off? Because you can sh- have an alibi. No, you're the down problem- on the ground. But yeah, you, ha- you aren't down on the ground because you had to be up there to give the birds food. Okay, you run. <laughs> you run you go down to like the top floor you go talk to like some guy some push broom okay okay you talk to them some you're push like broom. you're, you're like, gonna have to talk- kill this guy <laughs> no you just say we're talking we're talking oh my god how's your family look at the time did you hear that outside yeah. i was in here with you right i oh don't say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're you're making witnesses Kelly. <laughs> i mean i think in like uh, Dickensian England, uh, all these Cockney bastards—they say shit like that to each other all the time. They know they always need an alibi, right? These are yeah. career you, criminals. Like, hey, anyone hey, you're talking we, to, we're each other's alibi right now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, what was the wrinkle you were going to throw in, Patrick? The wrinkle is you are in Sherlock Holmes's immediate orbit. So oh, I think yeah. you need to either bring him in to the plan to help you kill this mm-hmm. person, or he will be used against you. No, but here's look, the thing look, about look, look. Sherlock Holmes right now. He is on opium. Like, yeah, deep. you're doing all this stuff for Watson and him. Yeah. Right. So, well, he's help. not really Sherlock, really Watson. Oh, is Watson like trying to like take over in Watson? In... May be evil. Guys, I watched the show. <gasps> it's called The Irregulars. It's on Netflix. Mm. It is. Yeah, I've been seeing fuck. the trailers for it's it. It's got like early season Buffy vibes, not in uh. a quippy way. But like in a fun, like 
gang fighting supernatural way. Oh, that's okay. fine. Yeah. Um, listen, so, I think you're in the mm. best position to kind of like cover up your own, like, you know, guide the investigation. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because you're an investigator. Sort of. I mean, he's the muscle. This is Billy. Billy is the muscle. He's not oh. really. Oh, it's, okay. It's, he's part of the team. He's like if Xander could fight. So he's and, on the team that gets hired, but he's not. They're not hired for him. I do think that he has a possibility to fuck up this uh, brick and birdseed plan that I've created. <laughs> well, what's funny you is the l- first episode, the supernatural evil, is this guy who can control birds. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. Okay, first of all, so really, you just you yeah, work yeah, with, that with that guy. You plea yeah. bargain. So yeah. you're like, hey, I'm the heavy. I'm the big mama of this team. I'm not wow, going to wow, punch wow. you into oblivion if yeah. you get your birds to do one teeny little murder for me. But, yeah, I mean that, that's a it's a heel turn. You're no longer part of the teen team. Yeah, and I don't opinion. think you get the girl. No, I don't. Oh, that's tough. You, you know, you get to feel the the power of being the big mama. What did you say? The, the big, big mommy big of this team. Big mommy of the team. Oh, wow, so you guys, we're doing big mommy ships here. Okay, I think we need an important distinction first. Is yeah. there a difference between Big Mommy and Big Mama? Yes. I think there is. <laughs> Aggressively so. Big Mama is like boss lady. Big right. Mommy is like gonna step on you. I mean, Big, big Mama. Yeah. Big okay, Mommy I don't is, think that big mommy is 100% at all. a face sitting thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Big Mama what? is a iconic Martin Lawrence character. Yeah. 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 One is comical and one is uh, hot. Uh, Erotic. Deeply sexual. Yeah. Well, because mommy in this case is just the female equivalent of daddy, right? Right. And both are such like simultaneously, simultaneously such a turn off and somehow a turn on. It's just yeah, it's ubiquitous with uh with dirty talk. I think. Resident Evil Village. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what about Resident it? Evil Eight? The Village or yeah, just Eight Village? village uh, featuring Lady. Div- Dimitrescu? Dimitrescu, who is, how tall is she? Nine foot six. Yeah, nine foot six. She's got big mommy milkers. And this is not my <laughs> wording. This is the wording of the internet. Um, basically, with her reveal, uh, the internet went crazy. And everyone was like, uh, I want her to catch me because <laughs> she's a villain. She's like right. a queen of the vampires. Well, and um, like y- f- for like Resident Evil villains, there's almost always a too big thing that chases you, right? Right. Like sometimes it's uh, it's a, a tyrant, sometimes it's nemesis, sometimes it's a dude in a big trench coat, but it has always historically been like creepy looking dude characters. And mm-hmm. now they're like, no, it's a lady. She's got big tits and a giant hat. Yeah. And you love her. <laughs> and you love her and you <laughs> want her to catch you. You want it so bad. Um, <laughs> so basically... Uh, and also, like, this trailer was released during the, like, nadir of <laughs> pandemic. So everyone was, like, getting very horned out over over this big mommy. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we'll finally be able to get caught by the big mommy. Um, and thus, we were doing big mommy ships. I do want to say that Patrick and I were a little alarmed because we were going off about big mommies and big mommy milkers and all that. Yes. In the in the group chat, and um, we realized that Ryan and Colin may not <laughs> know what we were referring to, and we were just saying "big mommy milkers" a lot mm-hmm. and "big mommy." And um, 
I'm sorry for that, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, to that point, I can affirm that uh, I definitely had no idea what the fuck you creepos were talking about. <laughs> I figured I was it was just... some video game creepiness. I yeah, was like, yeah. all right, these creeps, they've yeah. got some video game bullshit they're talking. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for it coming al- up with a plot, a uh, topic. It also was funny because like Patrick and I were going back and forth and then it was like an hour went by and Ryan and Colin didn't say anything and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I was like... Oh, we we went too far. We yeah, went too far well, with it. We we started getting like really excited about it, right? Yeah. No, it was like upsetting. And then mm-hmm. I think there were some, you sent a gif of her. I sure did. To, and let to, me tell you, explain. it's a good gif. It's a it's good a, gif. It's a good gif that doesn't really explain anything. Um, but it is a good gif. It's her like turning towards camera and smiling and smiling, and her boobs are very large the entire time. Mm-hmm, the whole time. The whole time. Nonstop. Um, Don't even take a break. So she no. basically has like a coterie of like lady vampires who are also large, but she is the largest. She's very, yes. very large. So how large are we talking? Like eight feet tall? Uh, pa- Patrick said, what is it? Nine foot. She's nine six. six. Yeah. She's nine foot six. So she was once a human. I don't know. And Unclear. Well, usually vampires were. Right. Here's the thing. She's got to catch you before you can find out. <laughs> And I really want to find out. Oh, like, oh, <laughs> um, I think she. So I guess in this world, vampirism makes you larger. Okay. Yeah, I mean, un- unclear. Like, if it's a Resident Evil game, there's probably some kind of like virus that's doing it, right? Sure. Um, and you know, there have been giant men in the past, and it's just profoundly not sexy when a man is giant. Like, who gives a shit? Uh, no, uh, uh, speak for yourself. Talking about men, that, men are tall all the time. Have you who seen cares? Paul Bunyan? <laughs> I've been listening to you three talk about that fucking Khal Drago Aquaman motherfucker for like five years now. Oh, well. Is his tallness a selling point there? I assume. How is it not? What? It's Patrick. I feel like you came from an alternate universe. (laughs) I feel like this is not Patrick, I just want a tiny Jason Momoa that I can put (laughs) in my front pocket like her. I mean, like, What? I, I don't I just like I just Parker feel like you're Mimosa. not being yourself. It's scaring me. Okay, well so here okay. Here's what I will say. A normally sized tall man, yes. Good. A nine and a half foot tall man, no good. I'm, I'm interested. Oh, I'm interested. Okay. Somebody hasn't seen my giant in a long time. That's true. <laughs> Him and Billy Crystal <laughs> had has a been chemistry. A while. <laughs> Colin, is this your ship? This is yes, this is my ship. My big mommy ship. Is <laughs> Billy Crystal and the actor who portrayed the titular giant in My Giant? My Giant. No, I had a, uh, I, I, well, just real quick, I had a My Giant poster hanging on the wall in my basement <laughs> for like 15 years. That's really Be- amazing. Well, the video store would sell their old posters sure. for a quarter oh, yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. a kid, and that was the one I grabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Very little demand for that poster. I mean, decent flick. I I watched it. I was like 11. I don't remember uh, if I liked it or not. Mm, It's problematic um, now. Is it? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't know. The exploitation of giants. I don't know. I haven't seen it. They address it in King Kong, but that was... uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, No, but my big mommy ship... uh, I don't know. For me, I thought of different... Like I like masculine characters who are mommies or mothers. Mm -hmm. Um. And Dan Aykroyd actually plays a character called Mother in this great spy thriller from 1992 called Sneakers. 
And what that, the heck? All you what? care about is sneakers now. It's it's really I think, good. Guys, I think Colin is a sneaker. No, I would be the worst sneaker. I talk about it too much. <laughs> but that would be your cover. Oh yeah, it's oh, too obvious, right? I'm just like, like plain sight. Guys, I'm not like a I'm not like a burglar who works for a security firm and what we do is we break into like high tech buildings and bank vaults and stuff like that to prove that they're not secure enough. I'm just a fan of the genre. Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's on yeah. the record now. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So now that I've got that covered up. Um, <laughs> not covered, but covered up. Covered, covered up. up. I've got that all neatly tucked away under my rug. Um, well, so my ship does come from sneakers, and it is Robert Redford and Ben Kingsley's characters. Uh, they are... Um, Bishop, a.k.a. Bryce, um, and Cosmo. So back in the 60s, they were just like a couple of proto-hackers, like doing like really, really early internet hacking, or I guess, I don't know, however it worked. I don't know the science. But their whole thing was like, okay, we're kind of like just college hippie uh, anarchists. We like to smoke dope, and we hack into... um, Richard Nixon's personal bank account and drain all the funds and stuff like that and give it to, uh, you know, organizations that support legalizing marijuana. Like, we're just kind of goofballs, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. But one night, they're up late and they're doing their thing and Ben Kingsley is hungry and he wants a pepperoni pizza. So they mm. do like this, okay, choose the coin. Which hand is the coin in? Robert Redford, of course, gets it wrong because... Ben Kingsley is a sleight of hand magician. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. Of course. He's a college kid. He likes trickery. You know, he's, he's yeah. a very Loki-esque character. There's no consequences for this. So who cares? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So r- poor Robert Redford has to bundle up and go out into the cold Boston weather to get a pepperoni za for his friend Cosmo. And as he's leaving the bu- the building, bang, the door crashes in and the cops grab him and they get Ben <gasps> Kingsley. And he goes to jail for, like, ever. He gets, like, hard time for that. And uh, Bishop, uh, who was Bryce at the time, just goes on the run. He looks back. He sees his best friend getting arrested through the window. And he just walks away, changes his name, changes his whole life, leaves his whole world behind him, moves to San Francisco. And it's, like, crazy. Like, that's that's it for him. You know, this is like a 20-year-old kid. He's got to leave his whole life behind. Yeah. Now, through the events of the movie Sneakers, uh, which are, I mean, it's a lot. <laughs> we want to get into it. Last week, we talked about the, the date at the Chinese right. restaurant, and that is such a small part of the movie. But basically, the, um, what do you, what's that uh, organization? It's not the FBI. Uh, CIA. The, no, the other one. NSA. A- NSA, yes. So the the brother-in-law from Field of Dreams shows up and he's like, hey, I'm in the NSA and we want you to steal something. We're going to give you like $125,000, which is huge in 1992. Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, fine. We can steal this box. Like, what's the big deal? We're all all caper people. And um, to sweeten the pot, the NSA basic, or not sweeten the pot, sour the pot, really, they say to Bishop, like, hey, we know you're actually Martin Bryce. 
we can make this go away if you do this, but if you make don't what, do it, make what go away? Uh, oh, the his, fact his that past? he's a fugitive. Okay. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. that he was a fugitive hacker for like thirty years. Like you can have your life back, basically, or we can, you know, we can drudge all this stuff up if you want. Like your choice. So he has to get his whole hacking team together, which is a super team. You got Sidney Poitier. Uh, you got Dan Aykroyd, who is mother. You got River Phoenix. You got Mary McDonnell. Um, who else is in there? Um, David Stratherin, who's like a character actor you may recognize. Anyway, all-star cast. They all got their own little job to do. It's perfect. But all the while, this cat and mouse game is drawing uh, Robert Redford and Ben Kingsley closer and closer together. And it like snakes and weaves and all these little different twists happen. And it ends with Ben Kingsley and Robert Redford like former best friends now turned enemies face to face on this roof. And Ben Kingsley is like, like, this is like, don't you see like this whole plot? This was our dream. I'm going to like take down capitalism once and for all. I'm going to destroy the U S government. This is what we were trying to do. Like, why won't you come with me and be evil? And Robert Redford's just like, because, man, like, I'm a chill-ass, like, hippie anarchist. I'm not like you. And if you want to stop me, you're going to have to shoot me. Um, oh, because mm. earlier Ben Kingsley tried to get one of his goons to shoot him. But he's mm. like, no, if you want to stop me, you have to shoot me. Right, but ben-, ben Kingsley isn't a big hippie. This could backfire. I mean, he rolls the dice on it. But deep down, like, he, Ben Just like rolling like- the dice on the, uh, on the hidden coin thing. Yeah, exactly. It's the but he hand. was loaded dice. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so what happens, Colin? You've got they, it all on the edge of our streets. Do they ben get Kingsley. their pepperoni pizza? <laughs> oh my god, that would be so funny if he was like, "Where's my pepperoni pizza?" <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, so Ben Kingsley can't do it, but uh. he does. Oh no! Oh wait, no, I'm messing it up. Okay. So Ben Kingsley like fires over his shoulder, right? To scare him. And then Robert Redford's like, fine, fuck you. And he gives him the black box. That's the item, the the Maltese Falcon. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, which is like a secret. It's a decoder. It's the mother box. box. Mm -hmm. It decodes any computer (laughs) in the world. And uh Ben Kingsley's like, fine, go if you don't care about my dream. And Robert Redford walks away and he reunites with his team of hackers and they go off to uh, you know do their next adventure and have a weird scene with the real NSA cuz the NSA was fake the whole time but <laughs> <laughs> but the, well was the mother box fake the one that Ben Kingsley ends up uh, is because Robert uh, Redford slides of hands him slides of hand he oh learned from God. his best friend oh he's like i learned from watching you yeah I he love slides it. Wait, wow. no, I messed that up. That's not exactly how it happens. But what? he does. It's okay. Of- you told a good story. <laughs> <laughs> My ship is Ben Kingsley and Robert Redford. From- All right. I like it. And it's not as disgusting as I was worried about, given the content of this no. topic. They're just going to spend the rest of their lives loving each other and yeah, from wishing afar. they could be together. Aww. I love it. <laughs> um, Colin, where was Sneakers for the 29 years prior to this? Um, like why? Why right now is it oh, on the top? I, because of your head? it just it just hit HBO Max, mm, okay. um, ah, and go. I watched it like five days ago. 
But it is a VHS that I've had, you know, in my box of tapes for. Mm, but it's not a poster you had. It is not a poster. Do you I have had a VCR? Uh, yes, we do have oh, a VCR. Oh, I didn't know that. Nice mm-hmm. VCR club. Yep. Yep. Cool. Uh, Patrick, do you have a sneaker ship? Uh, no, not a sneaker ship, but I do have a, a big a big mommy ship. That's yes, that's the one. Let's hear about that. Um, so I my my ship is uh, Scott Free and Big Barda, um, the DC characters uh, featured heavily mm. in the Mister Miracle series um, from just a couple of years ago. Um, I reread it all this morning because I was like, I think I, I think I like this ship. It's it's twelve issues, um, and it. Uh, you know, is just the story of so Scott Free, Mister Miracle. Like his whole thing is that, um, well, so he he is the son of Orion, or not 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 of Orion of, of the High Father. Um, who uh, they did like a a son swap thing with the the gods of New Genesis and Apocalypse, and so he was he is like New Genesis royalty, the prince, the you know inheritor to the throne, but he was raised on apocalypse which is you know a place as terrible as the name implies um (laughs) and uh that that's where he met um his future wife big barda who is like an eight foot tall like amazon warrior woman she's awesome um and they were basically just like tortured as kids by uh granny goodness who we talked about (laughs) in in our justice league episodes um but so like she raised the she raised these kids in the pits of apocalypse um but like raised is not like she also tortures them right she subjects them to these like tremendous awful pain um and like makes them stronger but is also torturing children right like uh it's the the whole the whole series is sort of dealing with their um their their shared past <laughs> together <laughs> what what did you just uh text around <laughs> yep that's right <laughs> <laughs> the There's also a Christmas movie <laughs> with a guy from Northern Exposure wearing a very dorky uh, plaid jacket called yeah. Mr. Miracle. Yes. S- spe- spell out Mr. and you'll find it. Because um, <laughs> okay, this is uh, a guardian angel. Not it. <laughs> I was, like yes. maybe Christian propaganda. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, a trick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so MR period miracle uh, is a different, uh, different franchise. Different I was property. Yeah. Yes, copy that. Okay. Um, but so there, there, there are two uh, two issues in, in particular that like uh, to me like sold me on their uh, like r- relationship here, and the the first of which is uh, they, they're called back to like you know go to war in um, uh, on apocalypse um, fighting for the good guys, uh, and um, like as as they're sort of just like stampeding through dark sides. Um, or I guess it's it's not dark side at that point. It's uh, Orion's uh, castle, and they're just like tearing through the place. They have an ongoing conversation about what they want to do to remodel their condo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's like it's like everything. They're, she, you know, she's talking about like, well, I think we can like lose half of the living room and like start get another bedroom, and like I think we need a second bathroom, and like it's through this whole thing, and it's just like a violent, bloody brawl with like guards and monsters and like sneaking through vents and and stuff and it's awesome um and it all leads up to him being like why do you want to do all this like why why do you want to change everything and she's like hey i'm pregnant (laughs) Uh, so so like we we're gonna need the space uh and they like take down the the last guard they need to take down 
Um, and he just like hugs her from from behind and says, "I love you." And she goes, "Scott, I believe you." Aww, Aww, that's sweet. sweet. Again, I didn't think we were getting sweet things. I thought this is going to be a, just a gross, gross episode. No, it, mm. it's, this relationship is so sweet. And it's also uh, the, the last issue of the series has one of my favorite moments in comics from the last uh, couple of years. Um, they, so, you know, his, Scott's deal is that he's an escape artist. He can escape from anything. And uh, the, the whole series is kind of posing the question of like, which of these lives is he trying to escape from? the like family life or the, you know, being a God in like this, you know, war torn, you know, whatever. Um, and, uh, they, they live in LA, uh, and they are stuck in traffic, um, like, you know, coming back from the beach or something. Um, and they're trying to figure out like how, how to move forward with, with their lives after the events of, of the series. Um, and, uh, Scott's like, I wonder if we should move out of LA, um, and she says, I'm, I've got the book in front of me here. She, she says, I love L.A. And he says, uh, that's come on. That's a myth. The metaphor, the metaphor gone senseless. No one loves L.A. People just come here because they think they have to. Then they don't leave because they think they can't. And then she responds, darling, please. After everything we've learned by now, that's all that love is. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's just so sweet to be like the experiences of your life the things that drive you towards something that feels comfortable the thing that keeps you where it's you know safe or where you are seen or whatever like that's what love is um, is very sweet to me and I like it a lot Aww, that's sweet uh, Kelly you got a ship <laughs> Yeah, let's keep it on the sweet train. Sweet train. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, this uh, feels like a trap. Does anyone else feel like something bad about to happen? She literally already told us this is disgusting. Mm. Okay. So, Remy uh, the rat. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I'm half chubbed already, my Okay, man. so Remy the rat is, is inside of Linguini's hat. Right, and this just is, his hat. Yeah, this is before, I'm so glad you said hat. Yeah. Okay. So this is before that. Before everything is revealed, right? Mm-hmm. And oh um, they need to do like a food tour, so they go to New York City, baby. Um, and uh, Linguini is like doing really well through Remy, right? Because right. Remy is really good at cooking. Uh, and they decide to do a little bit of sightseeing. <laughs> So they go to all the different sites. Right. So many things to see. One of the things is the Statue of Liberty. So they go and they're in the Statue of Liberty and lightning strikes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the statue comes to life. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So is this a little chef, big mommy ship? A little chef inside of a guy, <laughs> inside of a big mommy. That's right. If, um, if Remy thought he liked controlling a man inside yes. of a hat, yes. Oh, so is Linguini just cut out of this equation? <laughs> he's there. <laughs> well, why? He's not necessary. It doesn't sound no, like he is because. Okay. Um. So wait. So when you go into the Statue of Liberty, what part do you go into? Do you go into the lantern? Or you, do go you go into, into the, the hat. Hat. Oh my god than I thought. Okay, so they're in the hat. Um, <laughs> and because of the lightning strike, like there's, it seems like there's an earthquake. Everyone thinks that's what it is. Yeah. But it's really the statue waking up. So everyone leaves, but um, Remy and 
uh, Linguini uh, get trapped under some rubble. So they're stuck up there. So then they close the Statue of Liberty for a second. She like wakes up. She realizes there's someone in her hat. She starts talking to them. And she falls in love with what she thinks is Linguini, but it's really Remy. And Remy's like, I don't know how to tell her that I'm that I'm a rat. That I'm a rat's puppet. <laughs> so there's no, that a, I'm a rat puppet. So there's a little Cyrano in here as well. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. little Ghostbusters too. And a little it's Ghostbusters a little too, for sure. <laughs> yep. So so they start having this romance and then eventually does Linguini control the top of her head like yeah. Remy controls the top of his head? Yeah. And they're because just they, like they're just like breaking Guinness Book World Records for like world's largest soup and world's yeah, largest yeah, yeah. ratatouille. Like well, that's yeah, like yeah, they're thing. doing all these really big dishes mm-hmm. and um and then uh so, so so Remy comes clean and he's like, "Look, I'm a rat that is controlling this guy Remy through his hat." I'm sorry, that's controlling this guy Linguini through his hat. And she's like, wow. And so she's like, I want to bring this relationship to a physical level. Mm -hmm. And he's like, how? You're such a big lady. And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, wait a second. And he's like, Linguini, do you want to try something with me? And Linguini's like, okay. So Linguini, Remy controls Linguini. And he's like, he's like, do you allow me to take the reins? And the, the, the Statue of Liberty's like, yes. So the, the, the part that you're after here is you really want to make sure that Linguini is consenting to this? I want everybody to consent. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, great, but great. what is happening? You know the difference they, between they, a human body and the Statue of Liberty, right? Well, so... <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Ryan, but they're underneath the, the, the dress. They actually carved... Human-sized genitals or no, 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 statue-sized genitals. Statue-sized. So Remy controls Linguini. That would be like a prank. Like the sculptor was like (laughs) the whole thing. Like fuck you, America is a prank. No, no, no. Okay, okay. So, so, so (laughs) Remy controls Linguini, who controls the Statue of Liberty, um, to self pleasure. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Just fucking yeah. throttling that torch up and down. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Oh, that's okay. it. Hey, dude, that's, it's a fucking good. turducken in classic yes. SDS style. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. No, I, I think it's great. <laughs> Ryan, do you have a big mommy ship? Yes. And I decided to sidestep all of the momminess of it. And I right, just great. picked a mom I like. And uh, it's from my favorite movie, Valley Girl. And it's Steve and Sarah. <laughs> Richmond, who are this aging hippie couple. It's the 80s. They mm. kind of feel like life has passed them by. Um, they run a health food store together, and they just enjoy being hippies in the valley. Um, they don't fully understand the commercialism of their daughter, but uh, they love each other, and they like to get high together and hang out and be goofy. So, Aww, I love yeah, them. I ship it. Wow, what a cleanse. I feel like <laughs> I want to see them. I have a dinner party with uh, Cosmo and Bishop from Sneakers. Like Honestly, I fun. think that they would really all get, they might have all gone to college together. Oh my they goodness. They all went to college together at NYU. They all decided to hang out in New York City where they met the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> Giant masturbating Statue of Liberty. Yep. You and Mr. Miracle showed up in his York. Christmas sweater. And- Hey guys! Two relationships! Oh my god. Y'all are crazy. (laughs) 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.